0: Dear Fraters and Sorores, Dear Friends, We are joined together at this time to honor the memory of all those who have worked throughout the centuries to perpetuate knowledge, so that it is never lost and can be transmitted to seekers on the quest for light. On the traditional level, this quest for wisdom goes back to the ancient mystery schools of Egypt. As their name indicates, These ancient schools gathered enlightened mystics who met regularly to study the mysteries of existence. Eager for understanding, they aspired to a better comprehension of the laws that govern the universe, nature, and humanity itself. In this way, the word mysteries in antiquity, that is, at the time of the ancient Egyptian, Greek, and Roman civilizations, did not have the meaning that it does today. Rather, it indicated a gnosis, an understanding known only to the initiated and transmitted under the seal of secrecy. In ancient Egypt, one of the first mystery schools was the Osirian school. Its lessons related to the life, death, and resurrection of the god Osiris. At that period, The teachings were presented in the form of theatrical pieces, or more exactly, in ritual dramas. Only those who had given proof of their sincere desire for knowledge were allowed to participate in these. In the course of the centuries, the mystery schools added an even more initiatic dimension to the knowledge that they transmitted. Their mystical works took on a more esoteric character, and were held exclusively in the temples that had been built for this purpose. According to Rosicrucian tradition, the most sacred of these in the eyes of the initiates were none other than the three great pyramids of Giza. Among these three pyramids, the one that historians attribute to Cheops, is a synthesis of the wisdom that the Egyptians possessed, and puts into material form the knowledge that they had acquired in arithmetic, geometry, physics, geography, and astronomy. In addition, to this day it immortalizes the initiatory path that a person must follow to gradually rise towards perfection, the ultimate goal of spiritual evolution. Rosicrucian teachings report that Pharaoh Thutmose III considered by historians to be one of the greatest of the 18th dynasty, belonged to the initiates who frequented the mystery schools of Egypt. In his time, they functioned independently and had different rules. After being designated by the lector priest to succeed his father on the throne, Thutmose III decided to gather all these schools into a sole order governed by the same rules in order to create a single school from them all. Due to his intelligence and wisdom, he was selected to be its Grand Master and assumed this duty until his death. Nearly seventy years later, Pharaoh Amenhotep IV was born in the royal palace at Thebes. Admitted very early into the order founded by Thutmose III, he became the Grand Master and occupied himself with organizing the teachings and the rituals. Eventually, he established monotheism, and changed his name so that he would be called Akhenaten, which means pious toward Aten. He also promoted a revolution in the fields of art and culture. Deeply humanistic, he devoted his whole existence to the struggle against the darkness of ignorance, and to promote the highest ideals. A short time after his death, which took place around 1350 BCE, the powerful clergy of Thebes re-established the worship of Amun, but Akhenaten's work already formed part of history. During the following centuries, numerous Greek philosophers journeyed to Egypt to be admitted into the order. Such sages as Thales and Pythagoras gained access to the science of the mysteries. Upon returning to their own countries, they established schools and taught what they had learned. Their philosophy created numerous adepts and exerted a great influence on the Eleusinian mysteries. From Greece, the secret Gnosis was introduced to Rome by the Gnostics and served as the basis for Neoplatonism whose teachings established by Plotinus around the year 250 spread to the west, under the impetus of Iamblichus and Porphyry. It was in the time of Charlemagne, thanks to the theologians Alcuin and Arnaud, that the order was established in France, and then in England, Germany, and in other kingdoms of Europe during the Middle Ages. During the Crusades, many Templars participated in its work and contributed to its spread, particularly in the East. Between the 13th and 16th centuries, the traditional heritage of the order was entrusted to the alchemist, among whom were Roger Bacon, Nicholas Flamel, and Cornelius Agrippa, well known to Rosicrucians. After having preserved and enriched this heritage, They themselves transmitted it to the great thinkers of the Renaissance. At the very beginning of the 17th century, a manifesto entitled Fama Fraternitatis was published by the Order in several European countries, in particular in Germany, France, and England. It is from this time that the Order was known under the name of Order of the Rose Cross. Active in the order were such famous persons as Michael Meyer, Francis Bacon, Robert Flood, Elias Ashmole, and Comenius. In 1693, European Rosicrucians embarked for the New World aboard the Sarah Maria and established themselves in Pennsylvania, where they founded several colonies. They not only introduced the authentic Rosicrucian teachings to America. They also published many esoteric books. Under their impetus, the world of the arts, sciences, and literature experienced an unprecedented expansion in the United States, and many institutions were created in this country. Thanks to them, such eminent people as Benjamin Franklin and Thomas Jefferson were initiated into Rosicrucian philosophy, from which they drew inspiration throughout their lives. In 1801, the Order in the United States entered into a time of dormancy. However, it remained very active in France, Germany, England, Switzerland, Spain, Russia, and in the East. In 1909, Harvey Spencer Lewis, who had studied esotericism for many years and who was very much interested in Rosicrucianism, went to France to meet those responsible for the order. After having undergone many examinations and various tests, he was initiated in Toulouse and charged with preparing for the reemergence of the Rosicrucian order in America, even while the First World War loomed in Europe. When all was ready for this reemergence, a manifesto was published to announce to the United States the new cycle of activity of the order, which was then designated by the name Ancient and Mystical Order Rosae Crucis. Appointed to the position of Imperator, Harvey Spencer Lewis began to commit the Rosicrucian teachings to writing, using for that purpose the archives that the Rosicrucians of France had entrusted to him. Finally, this method of teaching was made available to the whole world. In this way, Amarok became the trustee of the Rosicrucian tradition in every country where it could freely conduct its activities. With the death of Harvey Spencer Lewis, which occurred on August 2, 1939, Ralph Maxwell Lewis was appointed Imperator by the Supreme Council of Amarok. A Rosicrucian for many years, he took up this duty with much courage and self sacrifice. Working tirelessly in the service of the Rose Cross, he contributed to its spread throughout the whole world. Under his impetus, the Order continued to develop in many countries and to spread its ideals to all continents. Known for his humanism, he also made it his duty to support ideas which contributed to the well being of humanity and to the evolution of consciousness. His desire to serve humanity won him the sympathy of various organizations and societies, from which he received honors on different occasions. With his death, which took place on January 12, 1987, we are left with the memory of a great philosopher. Today it is Christian Bernard who carries out the function of Imperator, Previously, he served for many years as the Grand Master of the French-speaking jurisdiction. Since 1915, the beginning of the current cycle of Amorc, other Rosicrucians have worked in its service and have contributed to its perennial nature. Among them, we find in particular the Fraters and sorores who have followed one another in the office of Grand Master for the various jurisdictions of the world, and equally... All the women and men who have officiated in various positions. We should add that the Rosicrucian Order Amorc has become what it is today, thanks to all of the anonymous members who, from generation to generation, have supported it through their studies, meditations, and prayers. Nowadays, Amorc is present in numerous countries, and it places its studies at the disposal of all seekers without distinction of race, gender, culture, or religion. The primordial tradition, symbolized in Egypt by the Great Pyramid of Cheops, has been perpetuated throughout the centuries and finds in the Rose Cross an expression worthy of its nobility and grandeur. Rosicrucians, therefore, have the privilege of being part of a philosophical, initiatic, and traditional movement that is in continuity with the remotest antiquity. On this day, near the autumn equinox, it is customary to construct a symbolic pyramid so as to honor the memory of all the men and women who have contributed to the cultural and spiritual heritage we have received from the past. This heritage is not of stone, and no one owns it. It has always been universal and impersonal because it is composed of mystical ideals and of philosophical teachings having their source in divine wisdom. May we be worthy of it and deserve the honor of belonging to an order whose mission is to preserve it and to transmit it to future generations. So mote it be. Fraters and Sorors. Dear friends, At this time, Rosicrucians around the world are building symbolic pyramids dedicated to our brothers and sisters of the past and to the work they have accomplished in the service of knowledge. By laying down our stones, let us mentally express to them our gratitude and pay a special tribute to the women and men who have served the Rose Cross let us also undertake to work for our own moral and spiritual evolution. At this time, please mentally see yourself adding your stone to our symbolic pyramid. I will now close the ceremony with an invocation. God of our hearts, God of our realization, in your invisible presence, We dedicate this symbolic pyramid to all initiates who have devoted their lives to serving the primordial tradition and to all Rosicrucians who have worked in the service of our order. Grant us the courage and the will to continue their work so that the knowledge transmitted to us through the centuries may forever be perpetuated and contribute to the spiritual evolution of humanity. May the rose cross, the symbol of this knowledge, be our source of inspiration to carry out this mission. So mote it be. Fraters and Sorores, dear friends, thus ends this memorial ceremony dedicated to the traditional origins of our order and to all those who have served it in the past.